This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Thursday morning, everyone. It is May 2nd, and I'm Jasper Ganty with your Storm Tracker forecast. For today, we still have this unsettled pattern, but there is good news for today. Once we get through this early drizzle and a few showers this morning, we're waiting for one more band of rain to pass through. I think as late as 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock, we'll still have some lingering rain. Before it clears, we dry out for the afternoon, and we're waiting for some of those clouds to clear. We'll always have the cloud cover, but I think we have a better chance for some breaks of sun later on this afternoon into the evening. A high of 68 degrees. Yeah, it's going to be a warm up. Enjoy our above average day. Tonight, we're back in the upper 40s, mostly cloudy, not quite as cool. In fact, the temperature you're waking up to now is what we have tomorrow morning. As you plan for your Friday, spotty showers really work in by the afternoon into the evening. And the problem is with those scattered showers, they can be heavy anytime. I think we even have to count on a thunderstorm or two in the late afternoon, early evening. A high tomorrow in the mid 60s. Now, planning for this weekend, we have a front stalling towards south. That's going to kick back more cloud cover and increase our rain threats. Saturday's still your pick day, mostly cloudy, but the shower threats for Saturday should mainly stay as close to home as Hudson South and then will rise to a high of 66. It's Sunday that that threat for rain is increasing across the capital region. I think anybody on Sunday will have clouds, some morning rain, a high of 62. Coming up next week, we'll have more sunshine. It's still unsettled, though. We still have shower threats Monday, Tuesday, even into Wednesday, but we'll find plenty of dry time in between those spotty showers we forecast for. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, a public hearing on limo and bus safety set to take place in Albany. This as the investigation into the Skahari limousine crash continues. Lawmakers expected to discuss new regulations on limo operators, road safety concerns, and ideas on how to improve passenger safety. The hearing gets underway at 10 this morning at the Legislative Office Building. Albany City officials coming together with the public last night to discuss the events of March 16. That's when police body cam footage captured the moments that Officer Luke Deere shoved a suspect to the ground began to beat him with his baton. Representatives for the people involved say the incident reveals a much larger issue here. They believe Officer Deere's behavior was not an isolated incident, but rather the norm. The police department says it's still investigating and reinforcing officer's training. New this morning, New York lawmakers have now voted on a ban to use this pesticide linked to neurological problems in children. New York is the second state to make the change following Hawaii's lead. Chlorpyrifos is a pesticide used on many crops, including apples, a leading New York product. That legislation will immediately prohibit aerial spraying with a full ban beginning in December of 2021. And hey, another black bear sighting in the capital region, this time running through the yard of a homeowner in Cohoes. We first reported it yesterday morning. Coe's Mayor Sean Morris was warning residents that the bear was spotted overnight Tuesday in the north end of the city. Remember, if you see a bear, don't approach them. We know they're cute. Take pictures safely if you can, but call police right away, okay? Don't put your safety at risk. All right, happening today, police across the capital region stepping up efforts mm -hmm. to try to keep kids safe on the way to school. Yeah, police will be out in full force on several bus routes, watching out for drivers, passing stop school buses, all a part of this governor's safety initiative. News NBC's Lexi Nall has more on Operation Safe Stop this morning. Lexi. Good morning, guys. Yeah, passing a stopped school bus is something you could get a ticket for any day of the year. I don't need to tell you that. But today, police across the capital region are really going to be making a focused effort on enforcing this. They're going to be following around school buses all over the capital region, and that's all part of Operation Safe Stop. It is startling to watch these videos that 
The school districts bring in, we review the video, and there, there have been some close calls. Sergeant Dupross recalls viewing dash cam footage during last year's Operation Safe Stop initiative and seeing drivers pull some risky moves. In fact, according to the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee, an estimated 50,000 cars illegally pass stopped school buses every day. And it's no question the stakes are high. It's a little bit different than, than speeding on a normal highway. It's a bus full of children. Well, police in some areas could actually be boarding school buses with your kids today. In other areas, they'll just be following buses around in marked and unmarked cars. So you've been warned that is something to watch out for. And do remember that any violator could be facing up to five points on their license plus a hefty fine. And bring your appetite and fill your plate. Tonight, the New York State Museum will host the 14th annual Taste of Albany. The event will feature more than 30 Capital Region restaurants, craft beer, wine, entertainment, and more. The night will help to fight homelessness and benefit the programs and services for the Interfaith Partnership for the Homeless. And it looks like April showers are bringing those May flowers. That's especially true in Albany's Washington Park, where more than 90,000 tulips are ready for some spring sun. The 71st Annual Tulip Fest is just about a week away now, and it's expected to bring large crowds to the park as always. Of course, your News 10 ABC team will be there to get things started off. A controversial tweet from the CDC saying, Don't wash your raw chicken. A lot of people responding saying that's terrible advice, but the CDC following up saying you kill germs by cooking chicken thoroughly, not washing it. They say by washing it in the sink, you're spreading those germs to other parts of your kitchen counter and utensils. Cook it thoroughly. They say do not wash any poultry, meat, or eggs before cooking them. CDC folks, you got to listen, right? In this morning's Giving on 10, we'd like to highlight the Pass It On Kids Sale. The Pass It On Sale is a helpful event that allows parents, caretakers, and families on a budget to shop and sell things that they've only used once or twice. Another Pass It On Sale is happening this weekend in Clifton Park. And the organization put on its Facebook page some pictures from last night of the amount of goods already being dropped off for the event. We love to hear about stories where people are helping others in need, so let us know about it. Send us the story and a picture to news at news10.com or put it on our social media pages. Use the hashtag GivingOn10 and we'll be happy to get it on air or online. Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. It's a journey spanning multiple countries and several years. Ian Walker of Niskayuna heard countless tales of his grandfather's time as a POW in World War II. It's through reading them after his death that led Walker on a mission to retrace the former POW's footsteps. One thing that he passed down to me was his World War II diary, and I heard it was pretty impressive, but it's it really is quite amazing. Sergeant Dennis Lloyd is Walker's grandfather. His bomber plane shot down in Germany. He was a part of Britain's Royal Air Force. Of the seven on board, Lloyd, the only one to survive. Why did he survive? Like, and it's that kind of existential question, why, um, why am I here? Those questions leading Walker to Britain and Germany, creating a detailed log of his grandfather's travels following the escape from the plummeting plane. Seeing the barn where he hid overnight in a hayloft before being captured and going to the farm where his comrades died was an emotional experience. Not only do these places still exist nearly 80 years later, but something else still remains in these fields. These pieces here would be the fuselage of the plane in which you can see the riveting. The landowners allowing Walker to post this memorial plaque on their home. It was a surreal moment. It's something that I'll never forget. I wish that I had 
five more minutes to talk to him. I have a, a thousand questions. starting the day with the wake up rundown if so do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in itunes or the apple podcast app it helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed for more of the stories in today's podcast head to newsend.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.